Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, a podcast that looks at tech under the hood. I'm your host, Zach Grosser, and joining me today, my co-hosts, Federico Motti, Owen Williams. Awesome. Bros. <laughs> Bros. Sorry. Lads. Lads. <laughs> Girlfriends. How so, yeah, we're good. <laughs> no. no, I really want to know, like, how are you guys? Good. Today's technically Sinterklaas, and yesterday was Sinterklaas Avond. Did I pronounce oh, that right? That's, Which yes. is how they celebrate here. Dutch Christmas. Kind of. Yeah, yeah kinda. we had a roast last sort night, of. so I don't oh, know if really? it's how they do it, but oh, we no. did it that way. Yeah. No, there's just kindly. No, oh. no roast. Well, we exchanged we some gifts in oh. our house to try and feel more Dutch. Great. I, I just uh, ordered um, a pizza to celebrate. <laughs> that's good. I was like, at least someone's knocking on my door and giving me a package. Amazing. <laughs> wow. But but I I will wow. I I will make it up today because my new television is, is coming. Hey, hey, I love it. I have been spending so much money on myself; it's kind of nuts. It makes me a slightly yeah. bit anxious. Treat yourself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, you know, it's the end of the of the year. It's stuff I need. Tax season's coming up, so yeah, it's like all business stuff. So wait, when's tax season here? December thirty first. Shit. Why is it tax Well, that's when the year clicks over, so you got to, like, get it done. It's actually in... Okay, it doesn't matter. This is... Yeah, okay. Facts. Anyway. Dutch Facts. Dutch podcast <laughs> under the hood. Um, oh, but, ooh, and I bought something else for my life. What? I bought tickets to Tokyo. Oh, my Heck God. Yes. yes. So you are a Japanese uh, correspondent now, or what? Yes, I will be. Sick. Will you dial in from that time zone? Maybe. Oh my God. That would be fucking... You know what it is? If you if you're like seven or what is it eight hours time difference, mm. it's always that one person is sleepy and the other one is drunk. Yeah. So oh I my have, god, I have all, all my meetings are. I have a nine hour time difference for most of my coworkers. So all of my meetings are like everybody is like, it's too early to be in the office. I don't have enough coffee, and I'm like. <laughs> Is it wrong to drink a glass of wine at work? Yeah. Like that's that's the the matchup that I always have with all my meetings. I may or may not have taken a number of meetings with potential clients with beer in a mug, so that they don't know. I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with it as long as you're not like no, I know, but or I get great shots of tequila or something. It's yeah. greatly satisfying when they don't know. Or yeah. like if you do it every day, I think that's probably not okay. Good. That's true, but. Anyway, I how saw are you this. Doing? I saw this tea set once, and it said like it was like a classic tea set, but it said gin on it. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it was, really nice. was it was it here in the Netherlands? Because it sounds like really Dutch to me. No, it was a British thing. Oh, it's wow. definitely very British. British. Wow. Like, tea and gin, like I mean, good good way of drinking gin during the day. <laughs> so um, speaking of things that make me want to drink. Tumblr. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> wow. Okay. We're not going to listen to how you guys' week It's been a weird week. <laughs> it's been weird, right? Like, I, I'm sad about it. The internet has been not great yeah. this week. The old internet is dying. Let's yeah. put it that way. I think, I think we have to say goodbye to another part of the old internet this week, which is internet. really sad. And, and I'm, I'm super confused. Like, who is pulling the strings on this? Like, it doesn't really makes sense to me but let's first like intro to what happened and why we're sad so tumblr uh made an announcement that on december 17th which is just a few weeks away 
um, two weeks away. It's like yeah. 10 days. Like, yeah, from when we're recording this, it's like 10 days. Yeah. Um, that uh, they will no longer allow, quote-unquote, adult content on their platform. Which if you so spend any time on Tumblr, uh, that's uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of adult content. Is there anything else? Um, <laughs> no, the memes. Uh, they did a couple of things that were pretty awful. One is is that they differentiated like female, female presenting nipples. female presenting nipple, which which is the weirdest. It's really awful. It reinforces the gender binary. Yeah. It, like it's sexist. It's I, there's so many problems with it also like what does that even mean who That's wrote that weirdest phrasing it's really weird phrasing um and also who's gonna decide like so that's the other part that happened is they had this algorithm go through and pretty much identify anything that it deemed like a flesh tone as like flagged <laughs> and you could actually if you visited any of these posts that were flagged you could see a little like orangish red banner that said like this is flagged for potential content violation wow but i also um, guess that they were already doing that already doing that based on text because you could also just put off like adult content if you wanted oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely the not software uh the ns for w filter the what i'm sorry not safe for work filter oh, yeah. thing yeah so uh, the used to be able to see though like this flagged uh if someone like reported it like manually yeah like this is you know child pornography report and then they would look into it and so i think what happened is in a combination of their software going through and trying to, like, identify things that might be adult content in combination with people sort of maybe protesting a little bit. I think a lot of content got flagged. Including the announcement (laughs) about this. Exactly. It actually feels like parody. Like, I can't believe... I I saw I actually saw it, and I thought I was being, like, duped by the news like but it's it's also funny because we've been talking about this like a couple of episodes ago as well because they had stuff going on yeah well they got um, delisted from the app store yeah but um and and but we also have been like reminiscing about like tumblr like how it was so cool and like how it was mm-hmm. like a thing that we all grew up on and like how it meant a lot for a lot CSS. of people but also we also i think we also concluded that um it it has been dying for a long time i mean there was a Tumblr era, and for a lot of people, that kind of died down at some point as we grew up and like yeah, went to different plat- platforms. That, that as well, but <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, that happened years ago. I think I was still active when that happened. Yeah, I was too. Um, so I don't think that really changed anything then for us. But we, at some point, we just grew up and like started doing other things. Though there's also been a community on there that has been active like ever like still actually and a big part of that is i think sex work uh mm. community, LGBT community but also really the lgbt there. community yeah. like a lot of people um figure out their like their gender identity on tumblr and and the good thing about it is like on tumblr you're you are allowed to uh show nudity and that helps a lot of people because they can kind of like experiment with like the way they present and like what what other like bodies look like different than like just the the quote unquote like regular like what you see in a textbook when you're a kid kind of body yeah, right heteronormative yeah, yeah but also just like when like when you're a kid you always see naked people in your biology book but they always are like no one looks like that adam and right? eve yeah, yeah. <laughs> right 
well, my my biology book didn't show Adam and Eve, but no, like I know, similar but just like posture. generic two yeah. genders. So like Tumblr did a lot for like the body positive community, mm-hmm. but also for the queer community. And there is like a big chunk of people on there that are sex workers because yeah. we're. I think we're going into your part of the topic, Zach. Yeah. So I think this is. I think a part of a larger theme. Um, in April, uh, the Trump administration in the United States passed. Um, or signed a, a law uh, called uh, FOSTA-SESTA, F-O-S-T-A-S-E-S-T-A. Um, and it's impacted a lot of online communities around sex work. So what it's done is it's it sort of made it so law enforcement can go after these uh, platforms. Yeah. And the so platform back- is responsible. What? I'm the, sorry? The platform is responsible now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so Backpage, what, shut down completely? Yeah. Was that the case? So Backpage was a place for... Um, sex workers to, to list their services and it was also a safe space for reviews and forums and um, sort of allowing sex workers that are not um, locked up in the sex trade um, yeah. so it's, a, it's sort of a, a safe platform for everybody both the, the workers themselves and their customers yeah so it gave sex workers a lot of agency because they could like pick and choose they had like they could like talk to someone first they 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 could like show what way they were presenting and they could like uh, send a message and like have some like idea of like what is happening and with who. It's a safety thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a safety thing. I mean, sex work is definitely a, a different thing than human trafficking. There's but a like a lot of, a lot of women. There's a of Reply All that talks about a lot of these things where yes. they're like, oh, well, there's these workers who go through those platforms to feel like they have control over it. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a reply all episode, but I, yeah, yeah, the, I I definitely know what you're talking about. I listened to that. Let's put it in the in the in yep. the notes because um, I think sex work is for a lot of people just like ew, gross. Who would do that? Like, yeah, like if you would do that, like you have to take care of yourself. But I don't think yeah, like this episode really helps you see um, why it's okay to mm-hmm. like and why agency is very important as well. It affected yeah. a lot of platforms, right? So there was also so, Craigslist. Craigslist, the the personal ads, Reddit was affected. Google, oh, yeah. Google search results were affected too. Yep. Um, yeah, so the acronym stands for the Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act. And the Senate bill is the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. And so I think this is a, like a smokescreen almost. It's like a, a lot of the things the Trump administration does to like um, – make people pay attention to something that's not actually a crisis right. to make crises out of nothing. So like the, the caravan of refugees applying yeah. for asylum in the United States, which was all legal was turned into this like pre-election like drama to make people vote for the Republican party. I so, mean, we shouldn't erase uh, human trafficking because that's also a real thing, but you shouldn't like use human trafficking to, erase sex workers either, yeah yeah exactly which is basically what is happening they they like it's like someone the person who wrote the law um really doesn't believe that there is people who want to be sex workers yeah and that exactly is an it, thing. it completely um delegitimizes a whole group of people yeah while saying it's about something else like yeah. that's the that's why i think it hurts most for those people is like the fact that they were they, like they the law pretends they don't exist in the name like yeah. It's ludicrous. The and Trump administration has also done this with trans people, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So it's a trend in that like fact as well. And it's been slow to um, the implications of it have been slow, right? Like Backpage was first. I think the day it happened, that was that happened, and then there was um, Craigslist. 
was after that. And yeah. now Tumblr, I assume, is a byproduct of this as well. In a way, at least. Well, it's it feels like it's theme. lots of factors, I think. Cause so they also got delisted recently um, over... Uh, so Tumblr does have things to address. They're not very good at moderation, to be clear. Yeah, there's they a, had a, a lot, lot of, of pornography. Of, yes, there's and, a lot of child pornography. Like hate porn, all yep. of that kind of thing. Um, and so what they what they did, Apple has this thing where like, I think the, there's an issue here where Apple was also censoring this. Like Apple was like, oh, well, we're doing it because of that. But they also made them delete all the porn. Like you're not allowed to access porn through iOS apps. Because Why is that? I think that's such a sex negative thing. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. so Reddit, for example, uh, they were banned for six years because you could access like porn on it. And I'm yeah. like, so Safari should be banned? <laughs> like, yeah, you can exactly. go to porn websites? It's very strange. Yeah, I, I disagree with Apple. I think it is their platform. If they want to control who can and can't be on there, that's fine. But, like, they should at least let people have a switch of, like, hey, I'm not a child. I don't have children. Yeah. Let yeah. me access everything. Like, they're censoring broad swaths of the yeah. internet, but it yeah. doesn't look like it because they're apps. But this is, I think <clears throat> it's a fine line because... Uh, uh, when Apple removes like Alex Jones from their platform, yep. I, I I agree with that decision. Yeah. Right. So it's hate speech. So like taking hate speech off their platform, I think they absolutely should. So it's one of those things where it becomes a little more subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I think that porn should be on their platform, but not hate speech. And so someone else might disagree with me. Mm-hmm, be like, mm-hmm. well, the hate speech should be allowed too. And so because I, I don't I think can, it's hate. Well, yeah, I think it's. I think I, the I can line see is how actually they got here. Yeah. But I don't agree with it. I think the line is more along the lines of like these are content creation apps. Like it, it, you cannot tell me that the Apple camera is not being used for porn. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Like it's just not being used. Yeah, for, they can't. Yeah. Like Reddit is a website that is ninety percent not porn. As yeah. is Tum. Well, actually, Tumblr was probably about fifty percent, but still, it's like legitimate. <laughs> it's not Pornhub or something. Like it's not a full on. Porn. Yeah, but I think you should also be able to have a Pornhub yeah. app if you would like that. Absolutely. Like, just I... go do, do your thing. I, I do see that there is a problem. Like, if you allow um, Tumblr on your platform as Apple, yeah, and there is a, and they don't have their shit together and there's a lot of child pornography on there, then I can see yes. that they're like, porn, sure, but not with kids. Or dogs or whatever. Yeah. Um, because that's where it gets nasty. But I would have liked it if they were like, hey, Tumblr, maybe you should like fix your child pornography problems instead of like, bye, bitch. Well, they deleted yeah. them and Tumblr didn't even know. There was like this whole status update that was like, oh, Apple removed us. We don't know why. So. Yeah. Well, and uh, it's a little bit of a double standard, right? There's there's porn on Twitter. Like, Twitter yeah. allows me to... Oh, that's yeah, true. That so was like, my next point. Like, yeah. do you know what the only platform is that we have left? That, Twitter. That you're allowed to, like, p- publish yourself as a sex worker with your porn on. It's Twitter, Is yeah. this partially because Twitter is just bad at running its own... Like, they don't moderate it, really. I don't know. I, I really love that that it's still possible there. Yeah. Wow. A lot of porn stars use it, actually, as their huh. main source. That's is it Snapchat? There's a lot of like money involved mm-hmm. in that whole thing now because it's private. They don't because it's not curated. Yeah. It's yeah. not banned. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You, you, there's people that have like groups and then you pay right. them and you get to go in a group and then you get like live updates or like so during the day. I, I think Frederica, you bring up a really good point though with like sex workers are on Twitter too. It 
we forget that a lot of the platforms and technology behind the internet is because of sex workers. Yeah. Like, yes. Tumblr probably wouldn't have gotten its billion dollar valuation and purchase from Yahoo if it weren't from the, the work of sex workers making their platform huge. Yeah, this is why everyone's like, oh, Tumblr's gonna die. And I think it's funny because a lot of people on Twitter are kind of like joking about it. They're like, yeah. ha ha, no titty on like Tumblr anymore, mm-hmm. so it's gonna die. And or people are like, no, yeah, I, I think I think people are like overreacting. Like, uh, what's the big deal? La la la. I've seen that a lot as well. Ugh. But it's just like I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. That's not, yeah, I think it's a big deal actually. That, that's it's a call right. that Tumblr has decided to make that doesn't seem fair given the yeah. history. If okay. they had done this from day one, let's maybe. put it this way: I'm not gonna miss born on Tumblr. I mean, there's other sources, but like. I hate the idea that they, um, I hate this trend. I hate what they're actually saying with doing this. They're saying that it's not like it's not a welcome. thing. Yeah. Um, and they're just, yeah, I, I don't think you can erase that. Like, it feels like we're losing a part of the internet. That we're, like Tumblr felt like it was the place where you could put something to express yeah. yourself. And as long as it was yours, like, yeah, do what you want. And yeah, it exactly. used to be like this on many platforms. Yeah. Uh, there were like, oh God, I mean, Patreon is a great example of this. They also shuttered the same because of the the same act. Uh, you could take money if you were a sex worker and then stripe through it and to cut them off because really? anyway. Oh yeah. Because well, the oh. banking industry is the, yeah, super bad about anything that yeah. you would consider progressive. It's very difficult that's to take true. credit card payments if you work in that industry. Apparently never touch stripe if that's the case. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Actually, it's in the Netherlands, it's even like you can be a legal prostitute and still don't don't get a bank card. Huh? What from and, some banks? And the the problem is is the banks on Stripe too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know they use Visa and Mastercard rails right. to do pro- payments processing in the background, and mm-hmm. the payment processors are like you can't sell marijuana or sex work or guns, and so wow. the platforms then have to like Square has for, for a long time been like. We would love to allow all these marijuana companies right, right. to be on our platform, but we can't. Hmm. And I mean, the same for guns and all this. So stuff, but. I actually read a study uh, that came out uh, six months ago about Tumblr's content and its makeup. And they, I'm sorry, I'm going to mess this up, but they alleged that uh, about anywhere between 40 and 48% of content was uh, not safe for work on the platform. And that's a huge deal, actually. It is a lot. But. Tumblr, to be clear, I think Tumblr is already, uh, as a platform, struggling to deal with the fact that it's been, like, acquired twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is really a decision from Verizon, right? Yeah, ver- well, that's, I mean, like, I, that's where we should go with this, is Verizon is very much so at the core of this. But I think that the, the biggest thing to pay attention to for me is, one, what it does to sex workers, and two... That if you look up white nationalism or white supremacy on Tumblr, there's tons of content that is not taken down. Interesting. And it's like, that's on their platform, but you can't... I mean, like, if you someone posted, like, screenshots, and it's them typing in, like, Nike and Boob in yeah. Tumblr, and it says, like, no results. Was it, was and it then, you that said it on Facebook, uh, I hate men? If you type it in, you get banned? Oh, Men yeah. are trash. Oh, my God. In that, the search box, right? Yeah, they, they say men are trash is hate speech. But men if you type trash. in women are trash, it doesn't... It doesn't do anything. Men are trash. It's fine. Let's put what? it... Let's make the title Men are trash of the <laughs> podcast and see what platform we're Oh, my God. I can't wait. Apple might censor us. Help. I think all... Like, our listen... Yeah. Like, I think most of our listeners are men. I, it's actually impossible to know because we... There's no way to know about what podcasts uh, audience... We should do a survey. Yeah, I know. But, like, if I look at, like, the community... Yeah. 
It's dudes. It's mostly dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah. We have by the way, if you're listening and you're not a dude, we would love to have you in our community because I will feel less alone and it would be like really it's nice. 90% <laughs> off my paid subscription service if you are from any marginalized background. So Great. you should join the community. Yeah. Please, please join. Please. I also feel like, aside from just our community, that well, maybe we talked about this before, but Discord as a whole seems also very much dudes. Yes. Yeah. But... It's actually interesting. I read something about this the other day. It's largely because um, women want to use it, but it's because the community at, at first was very toxic, and hence this Price is what like all of these important. things they don't use it because of that. Hey, um, but it's you. already yeah. hard to get women on Slack. Yeah, and um, like from my from my perspective, uh, I know a lot of women who are on Slack because of work, but mm. they're usually not in private Slacks. Oh, interesting. And I'm in a bunch of private Slacks, but. They're- Slack has no tools for blocking. Well, actually, yeah, yeah you can't block somebody who's DMing you. And that, that's their policy. Slack always replies like, "Well, you're at a company, go to HR." And it's like, "No, no, doesn't mean people that I use don't Slack want to." Yeah. Company things, and even if I'm at a company, I should be able to block people. But even like me. the most basic chat tools have that feature. Like it's it's <sighs> moderation. Um, what I want to talk about also while we're here is like, so Facebook also to yesterday decided to start censoring content as well yeah um, what what content so uh it's all speech related yeah oh that's interesting and it includes hate speech but it also includes words about sex or sexual identity so if you're like i'm gay they could delete your account they could ban what? you so yeah. um uh, that's that's sort of like Facebook's got a lot of problems and we'll get there. Um, well, we'll it's really hard to delete your account actually on Facebook. Oh so this God. might be a good way to do it. Yeah, get banned. <laughs> well, type men are trash and you're banned for 24 hours. <laughs> um, but uh, what I was going to say is like, this is a larger theme. This isn't just Verizon slash Tumblr. This isn't just right. F- FOSTA, SESTA. I always forget them. FOSTA, FOSTA and SESTA. SESTA. Yeah. This isn't just facebook the, all these things happening together you, are really concerning another thing is they are all happening in the united states that's also true yeah but they're, they're really also fun. um like they are changing a lot of stuff for like europe as well in other parts of the world like i don't think that makes sense it's like, interesting yeah because they're applying it blanket to their platforms yeah when the it's only being solved for that market Except for banning Nazis, which only happens on Twitter in Germany. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because if you log in from Germany, it actually is banning that kind of shit because they get fined for it. Oh, I I want a VPN to always be on German Twitter. France also. I've heard if you just change your, like, location Ah. uh, in Twitter to Germany. I will move to Berlin. Sick. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) I, I, I haven't tested that myself, so I don't know. But apparently if you just change your location to Germany, then... To Nazi be honest, I don't show. get a lot of uh, Nazi content on my feed locally. I do get a lot of, oh, my lords. Oh, God. Okay. What? So today's cri- the Sinter class, right? Oh, yes. Dude, I saw a couple that got married in blackface. Oh, welcome to the Netherlands. Yes. For those who need say. some I know. history on this, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> We're talking about a Dutch tradition. Uh, a terrible. That... Tradition. Again, has been perpetuated probably by algorithms further. Yeah, this so year. we're fighting this problem right now in the Netherlands, and I think I think we're taking we're getting wow we're making great steps, but um, you know the polarization. 
So algorithms are bad. So, wait, <laughs> the algorithms are bad because the polarization doesn't exist. I, no. I was looking at the trends. They do these. They've been doing these polls because I was like, well, I need I to understand this a little bit better because I live here now. Yeah. And they did a poll in 2013 and a poll in 2017 about how Dutch people feel mm. about the uh, the concept of doing blackface for Zwarte Piet. Yeah. And it's it's like a minority of the country actually thinks that it should exist. I know, but they're but, very loud. But they're very loud and the algorithm like owns it. It likes anything has, that has likes. And they go very far and stuff as well. Like at some point... The, um, there were protests, f- pro and con blackface, yeah. which like I, that doesn't even exist. It's terrible. And then the the pro blackface people, they actually made um, what's it called? Like they they blocked um the highway. Oh. For the the protesters who were like mm-hmm. anti. Interesting. It was a big deal. Like I mean, that's a safety. Well, yeah, usually that's like an arrest of, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It was a big deal. Like, it's terrible. But, like, I see a lot of blackface on my Twitter feed, but not a lot of Nazis, so. Wow. Shit. Terrible. So, algorithms, though. I think that is actually largely the topic of 2018 is algorithms. Like, Well, I I think, for me at least, it's it's a bit uh, bigger than that. Because, and I always seem to conclude for myself again and again and again, is that the internet doesn't work if we're trying to connect everyone always yes that's never going to work there's no algorithm that we can make that will make it good for everyone no we, we have to do have... more curation ourselves and we can only do curation ourselves uh without like killing people like facebook is doing like in their fucking dungeons of pain um where people are handpicking what is hate speech and what is not hate yeah, speech. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can only do that ourselves in smaller communities with people where we kind of sort of or at least have an like, idea who everyone is. I think we alluded to this last week that maybe a billion dollar platform, sh- sorry, billion user platforms shouldn't exist. Like, why, why are there not niche... A platform with 50 million users is yeah. still a shit ton of users and so, actually kind of manageable. In a way, I think... Uh, what we're all all doing on Slack, like, and what we're doing on Discord, like the smaller communities yeah. with like moderation, f- f- done by Rules ourselves. Rules from day one. Um, yeah, that that really helps. I mean, I think it's fine to not be able to talk to everyone on the internet. I think <laughs> yes. I think what I would yes. say is like the internet is the multi billion dollar or multi billion person platform. Yeah, like the internet itself, and it's the privately controlled billion person platforms that are the problem mm-hmm. yeah like it, if they inter i mean facebook is like a smaller private version of the internet right yeah. so there's one <laughs> random dude who had an idea for like a hot or not page and now he is like the king of the internet like how the fuck did that happen yeah capitalism yeah it doesn't really make sense you should run your own blog kids yeah <laughs> Yeah. So true, fuck Tumblr true. and make your own blog and like be a sexual girl there on, on, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, promote yourself on Twitter. Because Digital Ocean, one click deploy WordPress. You own your own content. Okay, one, uh, one, one more thing. Do you think Twitter is going to be the next one to ban? No. Not safe for work things. I hope not. I, I don't think so not. because I think for two reasons and I don't think that it's necessarily intentional. I think that they a are too distracted with trying to run a coherent platform, and b are distracted by trying to build a product team that functions. Yeah, and I don't think that they'll get there. So, so yeah, sorry. I'm so not there's you off. a there's a feature on Twitter where you can set your profile to be like a, adult content. I, I don't think it's oh, called yeah. that. Show me uh, flag 
by content as sensitive. Yeah, and so what it does is like in a visitor of your page's app, if there's a photo or a video, it's got a little thing like you have to tap it to get that image to show up. And my understanding is that there are some accounts where Twitter forces that on. Yep. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn, if you get too many flags. Yeah, it turns that on for your account. I think if anything, we're going to see maybe an uptick of that. Like if they think that adult content is a problem on their platform, that we would probably see like more of that happening automatically that you couldn't turn off. But yeah. I don't see them banning a type of content because they refuse to do that with maybe like Nazism. So. Yeah. I like I kind of like the idea that um, it feels almost like you're giving consent to see the content. When, like when there is a, a thing that's not safe for work in my feed and I'm at work, I kind of don't want to see it, even though normally I want to see it maybe. Um, I like that they're asking me if I want to yeah. see it instead. Yeah. So, that well, makes sense. It reminds me of back um, when Facebook Live was first taking off and like someone like live streamed a murder. Yeah, oh, yeah, like no, their, I remember that also happened. No, they happened on Twitter. They happened on Twitter? It was on Twitter. Oh, I saw God. it uh, happen. It was oh, terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was but, awful. Yeah. Twitter didn't respond for two hours. Yeah, Most retweeted sense. tweet of that two hours. Jesus Christ. So you had to uh, turn off autoplay and disable uh, image embeds. Wow. Yeah. So I, th- I think having this like content switch is... We're getting there. It's getting yeah. better. So yeah, Facebook yeah. uses this new thing um, right now that uh, what they try and do is if a content reaches if a content <laughs> if a One piece of content, content reaches a certain velocity in x minutes uh they actually pre preemptively delist it and then reinstate it manually but what it's doing is fucking up constantly so the uh, it came out this other day that mark lucky the guy who used to be a facebook executive um he basically alleged that facebook systematically is racist internally and against like african-american people and the post got so many likes in the first two minutes because he just was posting on Facebook about it that it got taken down for two days. And then he got a message from them saying, we reviewed your content. It's not acceptable on Facebook. And then another message 30 minutes later, we reviewed your appeal. He didn't do anything. He was not online this whole time. Oh, yeah, we actually agreed that it is allowed. And it's an interesting thing. It is a smart thing, I think, to quickly flag things. But if you're going to do that, you have to respond fast. Like they're letting, they're putting the bottle cap on but they're not dealing with it in the correct way. Like, there's no... Like, this is the wrong post to flag, first of all. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it goes back to something we brought up a couple of months ago of, like, the people that review Facebook's content, content are probably contractors that are underpaid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there was this um, a Dutch television show that does, like... They make the documentaries about things, and they went undercover in the Facebook... Um, flagging center i guess no like, way and it was it was pretty terrible like they they did like the training part as well and like what they like the training part they were like super lax on things they were huh. like um trying to differentiate and and like the sort of pillars where they were differentiating on were like pretty vague and oh. then and then they were also trained to like be aware of like the value of the news of a certain... Of so, certain outlets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wow. I think that the example that they took was uh, a video of a child completely being um, uh, bashed up by other kids. So he was like... Like, three ki- kids were, like, kicking this one kid. Mm-hmm. And um, I think 
uh, I think their conclusion was that they could just keep it up because that's a thing that happens in real life. And, and it's like, probably not, newsworthy. Yeah, and it's that's like, usually the argument not they make. shocking. And maybe it, maybe it will help the kid that's like being beat up, blah, blah, blah. Well, it makes me think of that Trump thing where Zuckerberg <laughs> emailed somebody internally after Trump tweeted that Iran war thing. Or what, he was like, I'll send a nuke to you or something. Oh, yeah. And Zuck emailed somebody else internally saying, can we delete this? <laughs> like, uh, so you're willing to wait in sometimes, and he didn't. They didn't delete it. Um, but the, I mean, if you think about those places, it's amazing how much power those contractors actually have, too. Like, yeah. the best example we've ever seen of this is a Twitter contractor deleting Trump's account for yeah. like 45 minutes. Best 45 minutes off the internet that but, have ever, ever existed. But the problem is, too, that like if you put a person in a room with a computer, to look at terrible, terrible, terrible stuff every day, like that will like change. Yeah, yeah, a lot like for you as well. If you see like really big, like if you see really violent people all day, like your threshold for violence goes down. Right. What that person sees as violent will be different from what I see as violent. Mm, interesting. Like That's, you get used to it in a way. It's crazy. You were talking about the algorithm, Owen, and like. I think the the more important part is like people abusing it and people like learning that oh hey you can amplify something if you do if you create a group about it and then get a bunch of people to like the group at the same time mm. and that's how we've seen people manipulate Facebook before it right and so it's like a lot of the problems from Facebook is not them manually doing something bad it's them not protecting us from other people it's abusing them not imagining what bad things could happen yeah there's like extremist groups that like figure out oh well we can make it look like more than half the people in the netherlands like blackface so that it becomes a conversation about it and when it's like a minority of uh, like a small group of people that is racist wants that to be the norm yeah and so it that's like they're using platforms like facebook to be abusive and i say like facebook because we didn't talk about youtube yet oh my god and youtube is a <laughs> huge problem youtube should just delete its algorithm and start again they should start over yeah um and uh the one more thing i'd like to just connect this to is um i was reading that uh instagram uh it instituted the same technology that youtube has where it can detect if you're playing copyrighted music and it takes on your post. And my understanding is that it used to only work for Instagram posts. So if you made a video, an actual Instagram post, not a story, it would detect if and flag it for copyright if you were like listening to music in the background of your video. Oh, yeah, yeah. And supposedly that's come to stories as well. Um, I yeah, because they do article. content ID on it. Yeah. And so that's on YouTube as well. And it's like, can we come up with like a content ID thing for hate speech instead of just like the music industry's it's a, favorite it's a really IP. interesting question here though is like uh europe is talking a lot about this right now it's like do you want pervasive always on upload surveillance yes it's technically happening right now with that thing from content id i'm scared like yeah that's uploading it's like real-time censorship at upload time is a really big problem because then you cannot get the word out about stuff at upload time. But I still agree with you. Why can't they read it afterwards? Like, But I think we're back again at like what I just was saying. Like, I think it's just not possible with a platform that big. Yeah. Yeah. 
How many employees work at Facebook? They don't report this information very often, but uh, the last number that we know is around 25,000 people that work at Facebook. And if you take, they have like an audience size of about 2 billion across their apps. I just did like a rough calculation. There's one Facebook employee, full-time employee, per 80,000 people. Ooh, that's a lot. That's actually a lot. Yeah, that is a lot, actually. It's weird when you think about it like that. And there's probably, you know, of those 25,000, a lot of them are not looking at content. Think of how many people work at WhatsApp. 16. How many people use WhatsApp? 1.8 billion? Holy shit. I I also think, like, uh, Google has that that thing that they always talk about at their events, at their conference, about, like, the 1 billion user thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. 1 billion people use Google Photos. I don't know if that's Uh, a lot. Yeah, they have a lot. Like, Gmail has a billion, Search has over a billion. And the new thing is they don't launch things if they don't think it can get to a billion yeah. users. and they try to, like, that's when something becomes its own product. I just want to point out that this week, again. Google is killing a project. There's that YouTube premium thing where you can pay to get rid of the ads. Thank fuck. Uh, I pay for it. It's great. Um, they're thinking about killing it because a million people paying to get rid of ads is not enough. A fucking million people are paying to get rid of ads. Is that not proof it works? I think I think I mentioned <laughs> I think I mentioned this uh, last time we talked about it. Is Google has to take a loss? Right. So there's no there's there's no one that's going to pay the amount of money that they make on ads right. per person. Yeah. So they make I don't know. Let's let's make up a number. Let's say like well, Facebook makes nine dollars per user if you're in the U.S. I think YouTube was way higher. Yeah, I'm sure. And they're like, we can't charge people thirty four dollars a month for this. No one's <laughs> going to pay for it. And so they take a loss. But my theory is that they think those are people that they wouldn't have that people leave the platform because of the ads. Right. Yeah. Yes. And correct. so they're like, well, they're they're a, a new user category mm-hmm. of like people that we wouldn't have otherwise. And I think that that argument is hard to make internally. Yeah, so Would actually, you like to know this whole... the ARPU for Google.com as a service? ARPU. ARPU. Annual ARPU. revenue per user. Yes. Uh, oh, Jesus Now Christ. you know a horrible investor reporting term that I somehow know. <laughs> um, the average uh, revenue per active user for Google. Is it average or annual? Average annual revenue per user for a- Google. ARPU. A- okay, I don't have like <laughs> super recent numbers here, but 2015 they were making $45 per user. That's actually a lot. But that, per is that year, right? Google or forty-five dollars per user on Google. So that as a doesn't property. include YouTube. I assume or not. Does? I, it does doesn't. Not. It just says Google.com. Is YouTube was YouTube pulled out into being Alphabet property or no, is it's it part still of a Google, Google still? property? Yeah, okay. So they can bundle it with Android. But um. Oh wow. So I th- I yep. think this uh, episode is actually um an ode to the niche internet. I miss old internet. I, t- we, I made a tweet the other day that the last time the internet was good was when you could put CSS on websites. Yeah, but okay, so but like the old internet is basically also the niche internet and the internet that wasn't massive, right? The internet where you had your own control. Users and there was like smaller groups and there was like more like that we talked about this in the last episode as well. There was like a Dutch Facebook that was shitty, oh, yeah. but then there was also German like I mean we need that shit back. Okay, so I've been saving this take for a really angry, ranty blog post I'm writing, but oh, I'll just share God. it here. Um, I started learning JavaScript uh, through Superhigh. Oh, uh, cool. Superhigh is really cool, like, code course uh, community and company. Um, but I got really, really angry because I realized how... I'm, I don't want to say e- easy, but, like, it is easy. It's... It's just there's so much gatekeeping in the development yeah. community because if someone realizes that what they do is 
easy enough to learn the basics to get started. I'm not saying like you're going to be an expert coder instantly, but it is easy to get started learning some HTML, CSS and JavaScript. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. And there's so much gatekeeping in the industry to make it exclusive to the people that already are there with power. It makes me furious. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Furious. Like the harassment toward women in the development community is... Stackoverflow.com is the reason I would actually argue. It's fucking awful how much these like insecure men that are developers are... See, this is why I was saving it for a blog post. I love this. I'm gonna create I agree, so much though, like, I agree. hate mail for me, but it's fucking ridiculous how much gatekeeping exists in the community to stop people from learning. Yeah. And me just like taking like an intro JavaScript course, I was like, oh, oh. Anybody can. This is why everyone says it's difficult, is because they're lying. Yeah, and because you can't ask <laughs> questions without being like ridiculed. Yeah, yeah, and then the, the like. Cute, I the thought forums. I couldn't code for years because I went on Stack Overflow, asked a question about some PHP shit, or like I don't know, it was some WordPress thing, and some guy was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard." Marked as dupe, and then I got banned. That's <laughs> first question. Awful. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm a white dude. Like I, I can't even imagine. That. I've heard a lot of women and. And women of color and people of color say that they create fake profiles online to be in the development community. Yeah. Where they well, look like white men just because they don't want to deal with the harassment. This even like there was an I think we also already talked about this, but there was also a research thing on GitHub where um, if you would present as a woman, um, uh, less of your stuff was like taken seriously. Yeah, I remember this. And if the same content Shit. was posted under a profile pic that was like a dude, it was like more. Um, so the work done by women presenting as men was better than the work done by men presenting as men. Fuck. Uh, but if they would present as a woman, they would see it as like open shit. source has had such a problem because it's been like this from the beginning. This Linus yeah. Torvalds guy is like the so, most toxic person on the planet. To me, this all boils down to men being indeed insecure, but also maybe emotionally less capable of like um, re- realizing that it's good for the community to have a lot of people in there. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like why? Like I never understood it. It's like just. It's it's not good. If it's going to threaten you, but you weren't good enough. The, like. pro- the problem is that we're all uh, scared to lose our jobs or lose our wealth or lose our stuff, you know? So people are like, oh, I, I made this pretty good nest for myself. I'm not going to, like, let some weird-ass dude like or women, like, take it over from me. Like, they'll see how easy it is and take my job. This is also the area where I get into where I, I where you can put together that patriarchy trumps capitalism. Yeah. Because, okay, so more than half of people are women. More than half of social media users are women. Yeah. More than half of video gamers are women. Yeah. More than half of TV and movie consumers are women. And so if, like, you were to follow the, like, what capitalism is supposed to be, the, like, market of supply and demand, is, like, everything would be targeted toward women if that were the case. Like, all advertisements would be based on, like, the viewer being a woman. Yeah. If you were just following the concepts of, like... Economics. Economics. But <laughs> like, the patriarchy exists, and so it's like, whoa, what, straight white men are the, like, basis of our audience. So. This is why Old Spice started making commercials f- um, for men's products directed at women. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Wow. Do you remember? Yeah, like, I remember that. Horse, look at your horse. It was always, like, a hot dude, like... Yeah, yeah. Because the they man fa- your man should smell like. Sorry, Yo, I can remember yeah, it even. So like, it's, uh, <laughs> they found out that the people who buy the products 
like the shower products for men are usually women. They're okay, always absolutely. the girlfriends or the moms or whatever. Old Spice, if you're listening and want to sponsor a church tech podcast. <laughs> yeah, I love them. But like, no, but like, I mean, it's smart, but it's also, yeah, it's it's a rare thing. Yeah. But anyway, sorry to dump my No, 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 this is, I think right it's a really good episode, take. But yeah, literally, so the gatekeeping that exists online, especially in the development community, is literally sickening. Like, yeah. just, it's disgusting. Not sickening in a good way, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not fierce. It's I think awful. Yeah, I think it's just something to think about. Is like we can build better tools together if we include more people. Like I think Glitch is such a fascinating example of a tool that yeah. is being built intentionally with inclusive communities right now, and it's opening development. And I just really admire. Yo, I immediately feel it. seen by them. But yeah, maybe, maybe Glitch. this this doesn't work if you're like a headsis dude. Like, I mean, maybe you, you just see something that doesn't make you feel welcome. I don't know. Like, I'm not that person, but like, I'm I'm wondering if, like, that is a thing. I I like to think about it like uh, accessibility is talked in web development. It's like yeah. the more accessible mm. something is, the better it is for all all users. Right. It's not. It doesn't just affect people that need the accessibility tools. It's like the better your accessibility features are, the better yeah. it is for all users. The better way your website works. <laughs> the, the way I look at stuff like Glitch, which is like the more inclusive it is of everybody, that includes cishet white men. Like, yeah. they'll feel welcome too. Yeah. So, yeah. But maybe they don't realize because they always feel welcome anyway. Fuck it. Men are Trash is a really great episode <laughs> title for this. <laughs> I hope Facebook fans our episode. Yes. No, yeah. I don't know. I think we're kind of on, on the end of this uh, topic. No, I think this is a, yeah. the best take. I don't think we should go anywhere else. I, I like I, it's. This is oh cool shit. You can go to glitch.me and yeah, yeah. I also really like the track that they were doing on XOXO. They had a whole thing that they sponsored. They did. It was yeah. Really good. I love the glitch team. Shout out to the glitch team. Yes, it's really um, good. Shout out to XOXO it's, as well. It's also a shout out to the weird internet, by the way. I just yes. want to say, oh, that's why glitch is fantastic. I'm glad you brought that up again. I uh, the other take I read on Twitter. I'm sorry, I don't know who said it, so I can't attribute. But is that the internet was weird and fun because it was all of us independent creators making cool stuff, yeah. and the more and more we get into this, like this is where corporations base their business. Yeah, like. T- Facebook is valued yes. so highly. Google is valued. Like, it, it becomes, like, this corporate space where it has to be, like, quote-unquote cleaned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we left a mess on the floor for a while. We're going to mop it up now. Yeah, it's got to be sort of sanitized for these companies uh, because it's a profit area, and yeah. it's not just, That's like, why a I playground. Like private companies. Like, I really admire companies that are bootstrapped and, like, not... I mean, MailChimp is a fascinating example. I don't hear of any of this shit on their platform. Like, it's not public. They don't have those goals. They do whatever they want. Oh, I didn't mean so much about, like, uh, smaller companies. I mean, sure. like, individuals. Like, yeah, where well, that you, too. Like, GeoCities. Where oh, you, my God. Yeah, like, GeoCities existed before people were, like, monetizing every single part of the internet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. At some point, some people realized you could make money off it, and then, yeah, everything well, just, changed. This also has a really big impact on YouTube, because, like, YouTube 10 years ago was, like, a bunch of people that was just, like, a bunch of weirdos at, like, making stuff. It was weird but shit, not those, even memes. Those just... people, some of them, are now driving for Ferrari cars. Like, yeah, some has, of those people are PewDiePie. YouTube has the same problematic beginning as Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Like, Facebook was hot or not. YouTube was so people could see Janet Jackson's nipple. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's why it grew in popularity. Yeah. No. So I, it has... Wow, as, her nipple is very influential. I'm still upset that they ruined her career because they gave Justin Timberlake his career. Like, yeah, and she has a really good nipple. She made, like, the fucking <laughs> internet. Like, <laughs> she, broke, she originally broke the internet. Her breasts gave us YouTube. Like, well, that's, that's an interesting way to like, think about it. Yeah, she's they, a better mother than everyone else, and we just poop on her? Like, that's And they not blacklisted fair. her for her for years. Yeah. It's Terrible. really an injustice, but... All right. All right. There's a lot of ranting. There's a lot of... Janet Jackson join is Discord. the mother of the internet? <laughs> that's a and good for the title. Take next week, tune back in. <laughs> now we but, have too many good show titles. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this is a really interesting discussion worth having, and I think it should continue in the community as well. So yeah. please do join. We've had... Some fantastic discussions in there about even last week's episode, so it's yeah. always open. Please let me know what you guys think of the whole gatekeeping community, the community gatekeeping bullshit. <laughs> wow, bullshit. I uh, community gatekeeping bullshit. Yes, Boom. okay, there we Went go. There. That was okay. it. It's good. Show notes at chargepodcast.com if you like this. Apparently. If you like this, you should go on iTunes and push get on every link because I'm going to put a link in the show notes <laughs> that did you know Apple's algorithm is a complete bullshit lie? Yeah. It does uh, not account podcasts. for reviews. Yeah. So your review or I was going to say, please like and subscribe. doesn't matter, but we still like to um, so see reviews because it's really nice yeah. to see what well, you guys think. Well, it's useful feedback for us yes. actually to know where we are. And you can always email us. I'd love, love to hear from you. Hello at Charge Podcast. We're on Twitter at Charge Tech. I've started linking everybody in the thing. Like, just say hello. We're not scary. Yeah. Um, and the reason I even made this whole comment is there's a episode of another podcast called Darknet Diaries, which is fantastic, it's by really the way. It's really good. Yeah, we've been about talking about Apple's it about... podcast charts and how easy it is to game them. Fun, fun fact, I heard about that podcast on this podcast when Frederick oh my God. was talking Yay! about what podcast he listens to. I love that. It's, it's some meta stuff. It's All such right. a good podcast. Um, other than that, like, uh, we'll, see, we'll see you online. Bye, Biscuit. Bye, Biscuit. Bye, friends. Can you please say this again because I was laughing about Saccharoni.